It goes without saying that LGBTQ plus relationships are about more than just sex, and it seems like a very obvious statement to make, but unfortunately, it's actually not that obvious in our heteronormative society. LGBTQ plus people know their relationships are about a lot more than just sex. But what about the rest of society? Why do so many people automatically associate an LGBTQ plus relationship with sex? Let's discuss. She, a podcast for non-traditional conversations. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a couple. couple. Join us as we explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Hey everyone and welcome to episode 75 of She, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next person of the week. Or leave us a review on Amazon if you've purchased our journal Reflect and we'll give you a shout out that way. 75. I know. Wow, 25 more to 100. Yeah, I know. Um, but before we get started, uh, we'd love to shout out our person of the week, Annie Pangborn, who loved our episode on labels and really resonated with not labeling themselves in various aspects of their life. Yes, thank you so much, Annie, for reaching out. That was one of our first episodes on this podcast. I think it was episode three. And we're so happy that so many people resonated with that topic and still are. Um, Today's topic is kind of similar in regards to LGBTQ plus relationships and I guess society's labels placed on them. Yes, absolutely. But before we jump into today's topic, uh, we do want to let our listeners know that this will be our last episode of 2021. We're going to take a little break for the holidays um, like we did last year and we'll be back in 2022 with new episodes. Yes we'll be taking a break in December but we hope you all have a relaxing holiday and a happy new year. We will be back in 2022 but because Sophie and I are planning a wedding and we do have full-time jobs you know outside of the podcast we are going to be putting out our podcast a little more sporadically. It'll still be on Tuesdays but Because of our very busy lives, we will be aiming for one podcast a month or really whenever we have a topic in mind that we have to discuss, like really just as we see fit. So we will still be around in 2022. Yes, we will. We're excited for 2022 because we're getting married. We're getting married. Um, But yes, like Tiana said, when we have a topic in mind that we feel like we we really want to talk about and discuss, we will do an episode uh, based on that whenever. But um, we do want to prioritize you know, planning the wedding and, and us time and too. us time and our jobs and downtime and doing yeah. nothing on the weekends because we have been really, really busy trying to juggle everything. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're not we're not going forever. We will stick around. Um, you'll see us here and there. Yes. Well, that's really going to be the highlight of my year, getting to marry you, my highlight of my life. You know, <laughs> I'm really looking forward to marrying you. So if I can't wait and um, back to our topic, Today, actually, a perfect segue when we're talking about marriage, relationships, etc. Sophie and I have been wanting to address this topic and dissect it for a while. And that's this concept that LGBTQ plus relationships are more than just sex and sexual relationships. It goes without saying that, obviously, LGBTQ plus relationships are more than just sex. And it seems very obvious to make that statement, but... Unfortunately, it's actually not that obvious to our heteronormative society, and even the most progressive straight people I know have come at our relationship from a lens of sex. Mm. 
Yeah, oftentimes, not always, but often there is one of two reactions to someone expressing or mentioning their sexuality to someone. One is, oh, you're gay and automatically pictures them having sex with someone of the same sex. Mm. And two, oh, you're gay, like gay sex is wrong. It's it's not natural and all of this. And, you know, just like the typical homophobic reaction. Um, but both sexualize the person. And oftentimes, like the default to hearing someone is gay is to think of sex. Yeah, these are perfect examples of how society's reaction to LGBTQ plus relationships somehow automatically goes to sex. Like, let me just say now that the like, first of all, there are tons of LGBTQ plus people that are asexual but still romantically attracted to people of all genders and secondly just like heteronormative relationships there is a lot more that goes on in lgbtq plus relationships than just sex yeah and we've had friends of ours that are straight come at it from this exact lens you know associating our relationship automatically with sex and like saying oh like I fucked up with a woman before or, oh, I would never hook up with a woman. I could never have sex with a woman or or even like, oh, I've always wanted to have sex with women. And the amount of times when I used to be crew for an airline that I would talk about you, Tiana, on board and say, oh, I'm meeting my girlfriend on, on this layover. And the amount of crew that were women that would respond with, oh, I've always wanted to have sex with women. And like, it was just like their automatic reaction. Yes, but like, you told me this. I remember. People, you know, often sexualized us. And I was like just talking about my girlfriend. I wasn't talking about sex. Yes, I remember that. What happened so much when you were crew for an airline. I do remember that. And while that's great that our relationship might make you reevaluate your heteronormativity, we are also more than just a sexual relationship. We have romantic feelings, we are committed, we communicate like a committed couple, we're so much more, you know, and I've had friends who react like that too. More importantly, you know, fairly recently, we had a friend react this way about our relationship uh, to the point where we actually did have to say something because anytime we talked about our relationship to this person, they would automatically start talking about sex. Like we'd be talking about our wedding and this person would be like, Oh, since being friends with you guys, I really have been more open about sex with like the people in my life. And we're both like, huh? (laughs) Yeah, we have someone in our life who who said that since being friends with us, they have been more open to talking about sex with others. and And that's not because we're always somehow talking about sex. It's just being around us as a gay couple that that was, you know, associated. Yeah, and they actually told us that they had told their friend about us and that by talking about us, it was the first time that they had talked so openly about sex before with this friend. And, you know, talking about someone's sexual orientation is not the same thing as talking about sex. Yes. Um, We felt a bit sexualized here and told this person that it was really unfortunate Uh, that in society gay people and gay couples are sexualized and I said that you know Tiana and my relationship was more than just sex and while you know sex is a beautiful element of our relationship there are more aspects of our relationship than just lesbian sex yeah I feel like a lot of people need to hear that um you know sometimes people equate our relationship our feelings our experience together with sex and society really does forget that we are more than just gay sex yeah yeah i mean it makes sense though now that i think about it if we really want to dissect why society is like this this is how our society is set up we know 
that society favors heteronormativity, but a tangible example of how LGBTQ plus relationships haven't been taken seriously and equated to just sex is the fact that gay marriage, one, still isn't legal everywhere in the world, and two, was only legalized in the U.S. in 2015. So that was only six years ago. Six years ago. So if society didn't even recognize same-sex marriage until 2015, how can we expect society to understand that LGBTQ plus relationships are more than just sex. We weren't even being taken seriously enough to be married, to start a family, you know, etc. Yeah, that's a great example. Like society is so focused on the sexual aspect of LGBTQ plus relationships that it entirely disregards the fact that they're about a lot more. Yeah, the fact that being gay is still illegal in countries around the world and that marriage still isn't an option for many people in certain countries around the world says everything you need to know about this topic. We aren't even being recognized as equal in the eyes of our society enough to be married, you know, so why would our relationships be about anything more than sex? So it comes down to society still not taking gay couples seriously. People still refer to weddings of LGBTQ plus people as, quotations, a gay wedding. So we even label the wedding, the marriage, as other. Yeah, and I can even think of another tangible example as well that LGBTQ plus people are guilty of too, but it's now made its way into heteronormative society and that's you know the labels of top and bottom so top and bottom started within the lgbtq plus community i guess specifically gay men um meaning that like the top would be equal to a more dominant role yeah uh, and the bottom is more like a submissive role um but more explicitly tops would penetrate and bottoms would are the ones like who get penetrated so top and bottom have become generalized terms to describe people's personalities now like Mm. if you're a top you must be dominant in life and assertive and if you're a bottom you're a pushover like I guess yeah interesting um so the amount of times like I've been asked by other gay people if I'm a top or bottom like is a lot and it's an invasive question to ask I'm never like really comfortable talking about that because a it's none of anyone's business, um, what you and I do in the bedroom. And B, yeah. it's associated with like a personality type at this point. And I don't like the idea of someone assuming they know who I am in life based on whether I'm a top or bottom. And also like, so limiting to like say one or the other. Yeah. Well, you also have like the other terminology, which is verse, I guess. Versatile. versatile. So yeah. you're like, you can switch back and forth. Like, huh? Yeah. Like you and I are about to be married. There is no top and bottom. Yeah. Like you and I are. We're a team. We're ourselves in the bedroom, you yeah. know. Um, I, I don't play these roles with you and you don't with me. So um, for me, it's like when people ask me, like, what's your star sign? And I'm like, <laughs> why? Like, yeah. why? Are you going to know all of what makes up me as a person based on what month I was born in? Please. You're just saying that because you're a Gemini and you get a lot of flack. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, apparently it's, yeah. People think they know me when I say I'm a Gemini. I'm yeah. going to from now on just start telling people I'm these random. <laughs> you could just random, say you're a Libra like me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is interesting because like I have to wonder, does the LGBTQ plus community also play a part in this narrative of gays being sexualized. Mm. Um, You know, for example, most gay bars that I've been to are very, very sexual. Um, 
but you know is this because queer people are just a lot more empowered to embrace their sexualness yes. or is it because we're sexualized it's so a we make question. our gay bars sexual sexually you know like maybe it is it's both it is a good question to ask I would say personally I would assume it's that we are more empowered to be non-traditional like empowered to embrace your sexuality right, so yeah. I don't mind that aspect of it but it mm-hmm. is an interesting question because I know we've talked a lot about the label of top and bottom and that you particularly don't love itself and find it very limiting which I have to agree um Like it is another way to label people, you know, Um, but also heteronormative society now believes this to be true in every relationship. People ask who's the top and bottom in the relationship, even in straight relationships. I've heard it. I've heard even straight people now label themselves as such, you know, sometimes in the relationship. I didn't know. Yeah, totally. Totally. It's like a a running joke for them now or whatever. But, um, you know, I've heard it. But back to the relationship aspect. Let's take this one step further too. Being LGBTQ plus is about more than who you sleep with. It's also about who you're romantically attracted to, your gender identity, how you feel, what labels you accept and also reject, how you want to live your life, who you fall in love with, etc. All of this goes without saying it's not just about who you're having sex with. Straight people have sex too, but their relationships aren't constantly associated with sex. Mm. So my point is equating LGBTQ plus relationships strictly with sex is not only incorrect, but it's doing everyone a disservice. Like it to me kind of shows that someone is narrow-minded. Yeah, it's definitely a narrow-minded way and also a very outdated way to view an LGBTQ plus relationship. Yeah, exactly. And speaking of narrow-minded, what's funny is society equating LGBTQ plus relationships with sex is ironic because it seems that tons of straight people don't even understand how gays have sex. So isn't that funny? Straight people know how gay people have sex. They just want to hear us say it. Mm. They want to... They want to ask us. They want the details. They want to know how it's different from theirs. They want to know if... They just... They want to to know. They want the details. But they know. They just want to hear it from, from us. Yeah, and if like, they don't know, it's almost like, how heteronormative is your sex that you're probably only thinking of sex in one very particular way? And that's probably penetration, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Very good point. And, like, we've often gotten asked, like, how do women have sex with each other? And, mm. like, huh? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know, if you don't know how two women could possibly have sex with each other, I kind of feel sorry for the sex you are having. Yeah. Yeah, but we do get asked that a lot. I've been asked that a lot. Like, what, you know, role does each woman have? And, you know, is it always oral for women? Or what else do you do? What's it like? Like, you know, who does what? And how do you know who does what? And how do you know who's going to be this role or that role? Like, you know, the top or the bottom. And I also have heard, like, you know, you know, how do gay men have sex? Like, is it always anal? Is it always oral? Like, huh? They just want to hear us talking about it. Um, That's very interesting. Yeah. Because if you just took a minute to, you know, brainstorm something outside of heteronormative sex, you'd have your answer. I just thought it was funny that um, it's usually very straight heteronormative people that automatically hear, oh, two women in a relationship. Oh, my God, sex. But then also have the audacity to ask, well, how do they have sex? It's like, then what are you picturing? How is that coming to mind? You know? It also just depends on the people. I mean, not everyone is going to love doing oral every night and not everyone (laughs) is going to be in the mood to do anal every night. I mean, like, 
it literally just depends on the person. Yeah, I would almost even ask like any straight person, especially in a relationship, asking us that. It's like, do you guys not communicate about sex? Like, you know, do you not communicate to your partner about what you like and what role you don't want to take on versus take on like each time, you know? <laughs> it's always assumed though. Yeah. Um. True that. But yeah. I mean, you and I are gay. We dissect and discuss the topic on sexuality all the time on the podcast. So, like, we understand the importance of talking about sex and sexuality because they are two different things. And, you know, we don't mind answering some of these questions. But we shouldn't, nor should any other gay person be objectified as a sexual thing because we are gay. Yeah. You know, LGBTQ plus people shouldn't have to educate everyone about sex or how they have sex or they shouldn't have to talk about intimate details of their relationship with randomers or people close to them. Yeah. Um, these invasive questions about how gay people have sex may not come from a bad place, you know, and may just be out of curiosity, but they can also be very inappropriate, ill-timed and like completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, you know, we all have the right to our privacy, but... Um, heteronormativity almost find it amusing to know how queer people have sex like they love the the details because it's intriguing and different to them but it can make queer people feel like animals in a zoo yeah you know queer people want to be recognized as something outside of just sex you know what I mean like we can have relationships too and it's funny you even mentioned like you know um, straight people kind of looking at queer people like animals in a zoo sometimes when we talk about sex that's kind of how I feel sometimes when straight people have their bachelorette parties at gay bars I'm like hmm mm. that's a whole nother topic though and you know one we definitely want to do yeah. Um, you know it's almost like a lack of like respect for the space but also like oh look I'm in this like different environment like oh it's fun and this it's and that quirky it's and quirky cool and it's different from anything that I'm used to seeing or participating in yeah. and these drag shows are like so interesting and unusual and yeah. fun and it's almost like no respect for the space and that's also why we have these spaces to get away from kind of like narrow-minded sort of judgmental groups that sexualize us as well so you know that's a whole nother topic gay bars um <laughs> i want to do a whole episode on that one time because we've been to gay bars before where um men have hit on us and when we told them that we were like together they were shocked and yeah. we were like do you do you know where you are you're in a gay bar yeah like how is this shocking to you oh let's do another episode on that one let's, <laughs> let's definitely do that but um while we wrap up this one what is your takeaway for today's episode Oh, my takeaway is just that I want to wish everyone a happy new year. And thank Aww. you everyone who has been listening from the beginning and anyone who um, joined in over time or who just started listening to us now. Or maybe you, you have found uh, our podcast months after this episode was recorded. Thank yeah. you for listening, everyone. And um, it's been really, really fun. We've learned a lot. We've educated ourselves. Um, you've educated us yeah. with your stories and you know your DMs on Instagram and stuff like that, and your reviews that you left us. And we're really grateful. This yeah. has been like just one of the best experiences um, of of our lives. And just thank you, everyone. And don't forget about us. We're not going anywhere. We're just taking some time for ourselves, and we will be back to talk about yeah gay bars yeah, or whatever it is like, straight people go to gay bars but yeah <laughs> we'll, we'll have we have so many topics still that we want to um want to cover but we just want to give ourselves um 
some much needed rest. Yeah, but we're very thankful for all of you. I think that's a really great takeaway um, to close out the year, especially. Um, and we hope you guys have a great rest of the year. And I feel like I do have a quick takeaway on this topic. Um, you know, while Sophie and I are representation for a lot of people, we also are just a normal couple who go through the same things in life as any other couple, you know, and we hope that we would be representation not just of an LGBTQ plus couple, but of a healthy, loving couple, regardless of our sexuality. Yes, absolutely. Well, that is it for today's episode and for the rest of the year. We love, love, love hearing your stories and how you're living a non-traditional life. So keep them coming and follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a message on Instagram, review our podcast on Apple or review our journal Reflect on Amazon to be featured as our next person of the week. And make sure you download, rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic and let us know how you feel about queer couples being sexualized see you in 2022 bye